representative of Baylor University, and it wasn't just Baylor. I mean, he was doing the Baylor games, but he was so well-respected that he was doing Southwest Conference basketball TV games every week, and the other coaches in the Southwest Conference were okay with that just because Frank was so so fair and did such a great job for their schools and for the league. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-883-3024. 800-883-3024. That's 800-883-3024. All right, they are in the top of the eighth inning in Omaha as we welcome you back into ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. Top of the eighth inning in Omaha and the Stanford Cardinal leading Arizona 14-5. to So it looks like unless there is a, uh, a miraculous comeback, the uh, Arizona is going to be two and Q in this in this thing. All right, we were talking about the the United States Open Golf Championship yesterday, and I, I just again I thought it was a terrific golf tournament. Uh, you you had guys uh, that were jumping up on the leaderboard, and then they'd fade back a little bit, and then make a run. Somebody else would make a run, and I, I don't know. At one point, I, I thought Roy McIlroy was gonna was gonna win the golf tournament, but it just wasn't to be. It was it was certainly meant to be for John Rahm, and I think it was kind of poetic. EP and if you'll remember uh, our guy from Cottonwood Creek Golf Course Kenny Duron said hey I think John Rahm is poised to win this golf tournament he was 100% correct yeah he really was and um, he was uh, there was uh, a lot of conviction in his voice when he said it absolutely and uh, the uh, John Rahm I, I think it was kind of poetic for him to win the golf tournament after what happened at the memorial with him having a six shot lead and then PGA officials coming onto the golf course and taking him off the green and saying, hey, you've tested positive for COVID. You've got to go into quarantine. And then he uh, he tested negative a couple of times after that. And 
was out of quarantine and, and got himself ready to go play in the U.S. Open and wins the U.S. Open. And here is the uh, the final call uh, in yesterday's United States 121st plan of the U.S. Open. It's come down to one shot to decide the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. A must hole out by Roosthaisen to force a playoff. Only four of the last 27 U.S. Open champions have birdied the 72nd hole. No U.S. Open champion again has ever eagled it. That's past the hole. Let's see if he can get it to spin. Not going to come with us. its first U.S. Open champion, John Rahm. John Rahm, the winner in the uh, in the golf tournament, and uh, how about that? Now, it wasn't easy for Rahm. I, I don't know. He, he, here's what Rahm had to do. Rahm had to make a 25-foot birdie putt on the 17th hole to tie for the lead and then make a 18-foot birdie to give him the one-shot lead over Oosthuizen. Now, no one has ever birdied the last two holes to win the U.S. Open by one shot in 121 play, you know, years of the U.S. Open. No one's ever went birdie-birdie on 17 and 18, the 71st and 72nd holes, to win by one in the U.S. Open. That, and then it wasn't like he was making these little kick-ins. He 25-foot birdie. 18-foot birdie, and that's what John Rahm had to do. And so uh, Rahm from Spain is a winner, dedicating the championship to Seve Ballesteros, which I thought was another pretty cool move in its own right. So there you go, John Rahm, your winner in the uh, in the U.S. Open. So uh, let's see, uh, Roy, as we mentioned, Roy McIlroy was poised. I mean, he was in a, in a great position to secure what would have been his fifth major since 2014. McIlroy stumbled. Uh, on uh, Sunday on the uh, two of the toughest holes on the south course at Torrey Pines, and that kind of took him uh, out of contention. The one that got me the most, EP, was Bryson DeChambeau. I, again, it, it, at one point, DeChambeau was, I mean, he was, he was moving and he had things going well. DeChambeau had gone 30 consecutive holes without making a bogey. And then after making the turn at two under 33, he was one shot off the lead going into the final nine, and he shoots eight over 44 on the final nine holes of the U.S. Open Championship. So what do you think was going through his mind down the, down the stretch there, especially considering what happened to him? With the uh, the COVID scare, what do you think his thoughts were? Rom's you thoughts you're talking were, about yeah, uh, well, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just I, I'm sure he was. You know, he just seemed like a very confident guy. I mean, he was very. It was I don't know, almost matter of fact like sometimes the way he was playing yesterday. But DeChambeau's the one that got me. I mean, here's the guy. He's two under. He's 200 in the golf tournament, makes the turn. He's one shot off the lead with nine holes to play. Guy can hit it 6,000 miles, and he shoots 44. I mean, he had, he had I think, a double. Let's see, DeChambeau on the backside, bogeyed 11 and 12. Then he doubled seven, and on the 13th, he had a quadruple bogey eight. No, he had a quadruple bogey eight on the 17th hole. 
So he had DeChambeau had back-to-back bogeys on 11 and 12, followed by a double bogey on 7, and on 13th, a quadruple bogey 8. It just just crazy. Uh, and so he shoots 8 over 44 on the back 9 of the final day of the U.S. Open, ended up at 6 over. Made the turn at 2 under and ends up 6 over, and, you know, and obviously way out of contention. But uh, that's the one that gets me. I get that you're going to make some mistakes. I get there's going to be some difficulties, but man, when you're when you're as good as he is, and to go out and shoot an eight over forty four, that is, that's just the one that got me. Now, but it, but to your point about John Rahm, I just think as as nerves got to a lot of guys, and maybe he was nervous. He may have been shaking in his boots, but he certainly didn't show it. I mean, he looked like he was just. You know, he looked very calm. Now, he, he showed the emotion when he rolled that putt in. I mean, the, you, he, he erupted, and, and so, did, so did the crowd. But, man, but when he was going about his business, he was, I mean, he was, he was laser focused, it looked like to me. I mean, what, did you get to see no, the last couple not. of holes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he, to me, he looked like he was just locked in. And, and ready to go. It was fun. And then I went back uh, last night and watched a lot of it on the um, that television program that NBC has on their golf channel, uh, you know, just live from the U.S. Open or live from the, you know, whatever the tournament is. It's just and, – and, you know, they break it down. But I, I just thought John Ramos was laser-focused and, and ready to go. But – and he beat – the world's best make no mistake about it you had you had great players that were making moves and then fading and then you know sliding back but he just he just stayed steady and and again he had to make a couple of huge putts and and, and now whether he can make those putts you know again I don't know but he doesn't have to he made them then so that was uh, that was pretty impressive for uh, for John Rom. All right it is a 422 22 after four as we talk golf here on this uh on this Monday afternoon. We are so glad you're with us as we roll through this this Monday afternoon. Now, uh, boy, this I can just imagine what it's like outside right now. <laughs> we haven't been out there, but, you know, we, we had the cloud cover. It was a little muggy. No, it was a lot muggy. Then we, hit, we get the showers, and now the rain is over and the sun is back out. Can you just imagine what it feels like right now? Uh, anyway, so uh, we, we're glad you're with us here on a Monday afternoon. This is uh, Game Time on uh, ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. Our guy, Stephen Simcox, will be back in the building tomorrow, and I guarantee you we're all going to be we're all going to be around Stephen trying to get all the stories on the little one as. Uh, as they, uh, uh, as Stephen gets back to work and, and gets back into a routine, but we're gonna we're gonna hear all about Little Sawyer uh, tomorrow and and get all the details on Little Sawyer from Stephen Simcox that'll be coming up tomorrow as he returns to us here on ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. All right, let's take a second and let's talk about Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. They're at two hundred one West Loop three forty. Uh, you can check out the vehicles. This this is this is a pretty cool thing you can do here. You can go to alansamuelsdcj.com, alansamuelsdcj.com, and you can peruse all of the great vehicles on uh, on alansamuelsdcj.com. You know what? And you can say, okay, I've narrowed it down to these five cars or trucks or both. And then I'm going to go to the dealership and I'm going to kick some tires and I'm going to figure out which one I want. And, and that would be a great way to go about it if you so choose. Now, don't forget uh, – 
that uh, at, at Allen Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, you can check out the Ram, which is the three-peat motor trend truck of the year. Uh, and, uh, the, and, and it has the, uh, the top safety pick trucks named in 2021. How about this? Let's spotlight the 2021 new Ram 1500 quad cab Lone Star. 5250 off for 0% for 72 months, plus $1,000 bonus cash. And the most comfortable ride of any truck around. Don't forget the Jeep. How about the, uh, the most decorated SUV on the market? Jeep is built tough as nails, and you could check out the 2021 Jeep Renegade Latitude with $37.50 off or 1.9% for 72 months plus $500 bonus cash. The 2021 Jeep Gladiator Overland with with uh, $1,500 off or 3.9% for 72 months. And don't forget about the great line of Chrysler vehicles, including the Pacifica minivan, the uh, 2021 Chrysler 300 with values of $5,250 or 0% for 84 months, or the uh, 2021 Dodge Charger GT with $4,250 off or 0% for 72 months. I've given you several vehicles that are well, just unbelievable deals. You can check out those vehicles and all the others at uh, Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, 201 West Loop 340, your friend in the car business. Is our guest, a former MCC baseball coach, won the national championship at MCC in 1983. Uh, it's almost like a mash unit in, in the World Series that year. Uh, we started the first game with Greg Dennis splitting his chin open on home plate, had to have stitches, and then uh, Kenneth Patterson got hit in the, in the face by a double play ball because he couldn't get down and slide quick enough. And then Jerry Fouth, and this is the one most people remember, took a line drive off of his head that went over the third base dugout into the bleachers, came back the next night and pitched a complete game for the championship. So those were some tough guys, 58 and seven records, nothing to scoff at, and they brought the prize home and we're very proud of that team. Listen to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. retirement has a lot of moving parts and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre, state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. 
It's a delicate machine and a substantial investment. That's why you can't afford to ignore your car or truck. And with Valvoline Express Care Waco on Valley Mills, you can be rest assured your car or truck is in good hands. From the quick oil change to brakes, struts, alternators, and all minor repairs, they'll keep your vehicle running in top shape with quick in and out service. Locally owned and operated by Paul Sadusky, they'll take care of all makes and models. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6 and Saturday, 8 to 5. Keep your peace of mind with Valvoline Express Care in Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive in Waco. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Atlanta Hawks move on to the Eastern Conference Finals after beating the 76ers 103-96. The Phoenix Suns overcame Chris Paul's absence to beat Los Angeles Clippers 120-114 in Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals. Game 2 tomorrow night and the Eastern Conference Finals begin on Wednesday night with the Hawks and the Bucks. Mississippi State set a College World Series record striking out 21 and beat Texas 2-1 yesterday. The World Series continues today with an elimination game this afternoon. Stanford and Arizona and tonight Vanderbilt and NC State. Rangers will try to stop a six-game slide as they open a series at home with the A's tonight. First pitch at 7.05 and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. All right, 429. Welcome back into the program. This is uh, game time here on ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. Tom and EP, glad you're with us. Again, Stephen Simcox back with us to on. Uh, on uh, on, on on Tuesday, yeah, thank you very much. Let's talk a little Texas Ranger baseball, brought to you by Joe Kaleo and the fine folks at Kaleo Wealth Management. Rangers lose their sixth straight ball game, and uh, just a uh, just a tough go for Texas again yesterday, losing to the Twins by a final of four to two. Couple of bright spots include Adolis Garcia and Joey Gallo both leaving the yard. Adolis Garcia leaves the yard first for the Texas Rangers. Two pitches lifted into the air, deep right center field. Kepler going back. He's looking up, and this one is gone. Almost caught by Brett DeGus out in the bullpen. It's an opposite field home run for Adolis Garcia, and the Rangers are on the board here at 4-1. to Adolis Garcia with the home run, and then Gallo comes right back and hits, hits a bomb that may still be in flight. The 3-2 swing, and there's a ball hit way out of this ballpark. How far will it go? How about the facade of the second level in right field? Joey Gallo with a topper to make it 4-2. <laughs> don't you, EP, you've done, you've done play-by-play for years. When you hear a guy that's done 9 million baseball games, uh, and, and for him to, for Hicksie to, to get that excited over a home run, you know Gallo got every bit of it. Well, you always like to see a home run that uh, just doesn't clear the fence, but uh, 
to bounce off of the facade of what the second deck? The second deck. He hit it six miles, and and that's the kind of stuff that you've seen from Gallo. You know, we were just talking about Joy on Friday. Uh, in our Ranger Roundup, and one of the things that we talked about is his offensive production. Even though his walks are up, he's just he just wasn't hitting home runs with with the same regularity that he has in the past. But man, uh, that was a good one yesterday. But it just wasn't enough, and the Rangers lose by a final of four to two, as they uh, they now have uh, have dropped another one again. That is six in a row for Texas in the loss column and this team is 19 games 19 games under 500 at 25 and 46 the twins are 30 and 41 so i mean come on you lose i get it when you lose to good teams but when you lose to bad teams at home those are the ones the twins are a team that you if you're the rangers you got to go beat the minnesota twins at home you know i've been you know, the preoccupied at looking at the last place teams in each division to compare where the Rangers are instead of, you know, think, concentrating on the teams that are at the top and that are in a divisional race. Uh, and so, you know, it's a sad state of, state of affairs when, you know, you're following a baseball team and you're checking the bottom of the division instead of the top. And, and, and you're going to be checking the bottom of the division. That's the sad part. This this team is this team's just not very good. And again, I mean, where, where's the rallying point? I mean, the the excitement level. And I know. And and again, I'll say it again. They play hard. They you know they give you great effort. But where do you rally? I mean, in San Diego, you know it's Tatis. You're going to rally around Tatis. With some of the bad teams, you 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 can kind of figure out where your rallying point is. Is it kind of Falefa at shortstop? Is it Adolis Garcia, a guy that you know that wasn't even on the opening day roster? Uh, where's where's the rallying point for this team? You've got a an arm or two in the starting rotation that you, you know you're okay with. Uh, look, Gibson, Kyle Gibson, I, I'll take Kyle Gibson any day. I mean, he has pitched really, really well this season, but they're not getting – they're just not getting enough production out of starting pitching, and they're not getting what they need offensively on a consistent basis. I was just looking at the box score. The other day, it was the bottom of the order that, that produced whatever runs they were able to get. Today, or yesterday, kind of Falefa had a hit. Low in the two spot had a hit. Garcia in the three spot had a pair of hits. Gallo in the four spot had a pair of hits. And then it's, then it's you know, then it's dried up. After, after Joey Gallo... In the fourth spot, five, six, seven, eight, and nine were all offers. Offers. So, at what point of the season, Tom, do the do, do the brass for the Rangers pull the plug on the season? Well, it's pulled. I mean, and they knew it going in. This is, and they've called it a rebuild. They're totally rebuilding the organization. And my question is, around who? Who are you building this team around? And I'm not sure that that guy is on the 40-man roster no, right now. No, I think now. he is, no. And but, that's the reason why I think some of the bright spots may be, may be moved come trade time. Well, and, and you may be right. I mean, what do you do with Gallo? You've got some decisions there. Uh, it, it, but do they? Have, what else is on their roster that people want? Maybe Kyle Gibson. 
You know, definitely Kyle Gibson. Uh, yeah. You know, in the starting rotation, uh, do they? You know, do you turn loose Connor Falefa? At some point, you got to have somebody to play to build the team around, or you know, in, in in those working parts. I would think if I was if I was an opponent and I was in the market, uh, I'd be in. You know, and if I was a buyer and I needed help at shortstop, I would look at Connor Falefa. Absolutely. I would probably take a flyer on Adolis Garcia. I don't know that you're going to get a lot for Adolis Garcia because, again, he wasn't on he wasn't on this opening day roster when the Rangers broke camp. Uh, Gibson Gibson's a veteran guy, so there may be some value to, to Kyle Gibson, although I'll say this, a year ago his numbers weren't very good, but they're certainly good this year. So there, there's some there's some trade pieces if that's the route you want to go, but this is a young you know, this is a young team, and a very inexperienced team, and quite frankly, not a very good team. I mean, and the only way to get better, and the only way for this for this organization, EP, as you know, to evaluate where they're going and what they're doing is to give these guys at bats, and and you know what, just be patient, <laughs> because what what are the, what's the alternative? Well, I mean, they're they're going to have to be patient because. Uh, you know, like you say, they are a horrendous baseball team, and, and things are not looking upward. That's the sad point. Well, it, but, you know, the Rangers might argue that, hey, you know what, we knew this is where we were, and, and that's why we that's why we got rid of our shortstop, you know, Elvis. And Elvis will be in town, by the way, tonight. Uh, and that's why we, you know, that they moved what veteran guys they had, uh, Rugnet Odor, Shipped him off to the Yankees. They moved. Uh, they moved their shortstop Elvis over to Oak. So the 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 parts that they had that 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 they deemed to be valuable and others deemed to be valuable. They they kind of slid them on down the road. Uh, but and so now here we go. There's there's not much coming out of camp to to build around, and and they're just you know they're a inexperienced bad baseball team and that's a bad combination to be inexperienced and bad yeah. i mean so we'll we'll find out i mean we'll we'll find out. and don't forget and here's my hope because i'm a ranger fan and i you know i'm not not going to apologize for it I, I go back and it wasn't that long ago that the astros were losing 100 games a year oh yeah absolutely yeah and and you know it it, it predated or it coordinated with their move to the american league you know they had a a, a couple of bad years, their first two years in the American League. But since then, they have – I can remember the year before they got good. I mean, really good. Someone predicted the things that are going on in San Diego and in Houston, you're going to look back on it in a few years and, and see that they came from uh, a rebuilding period to the – to be the upper echelon of major league teams, and that and it, 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 both the Padres and the Astros are really good baseball teams now. And I'm trying to remember: was there a specific move that the Astros made, or was there a specific draft for the Astros that that got them over the hump? And you went, you know what? There is a light at the end of the tunnel, and it's not a train. Uh, well, they had three good trades for starting pitchers. That really helped them. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with with this Texas organization, and you know, obviously a, a new general manager. Not that John Daniels is gone, but he's certainly not in the GM role as as defined by most GMs. So we'll see what happens with uh, 
with the Ranger organization and where they go. But, man, it, right now it does not look promising. And uh, in, in, there's just not I, – I don't see a ton of hope with, with this Texas organization right now. But, you know, we'll see where it goes and, and what they're able to do as the, as they uh, as the Rangers grow it over the next several uh, – and it's going to be several, in my opinion, several years as they uh, rebuild this thing. All right, so 439, we're 21 in front of uh, – Five o'clock. We're going to talk some college baseball here coming up in just a couple of minutes. We've uh, we have reached out to our friend Craig Way, uh, who is in Omaha, the voice of the Longhorns, and we're going to get him uh, in here, and we're going to talk a little bit about last night's game, and uh, and and see where this Texas team goes, trying to get through the 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 bottom side of the bracket the in and the loser side of the bracket after losing last night so we'll see what the what the rangers are able uh, what the, the uh, longhorns rather are able to do but we'll get craig way in here in a few minutes and we'll talk some some longhorn baseball but right now I want to take a second and we're going to talk about pioneer steel and pipe they are located at 913 south loop drive in orchard lane and also got a location down in bryan they're open monday through friday from 7 until 5 and they're even open on Saturdays from 8 until noon for your convenience and you can check them out 24-7 at pioneerboys.com so uh, keep that in mind. Uh, serving Central Texas since 1943 Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the has had the same ownership same family operated business covering four generations. Pioneer Steel and Pipe is has built their reputation one customer at a time and they've got a simple objective and that is to make their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience central texas's largest structural steel pipe and metal building components distributor you know what if you are uh, building a metal building or a barn dominium which uh, of course is kind of a cool thing right now you can, uh, and, and you're like, hey, man, I really don't know how to get this thing started and this project off the ground. Well, contact uh, Braden and, and John and, or anybody over at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, and they can point you in the uh, in the right direction. They can uh, they can hook you up with a contractor that will uh, certainly take good care of you. You see, they service the largest selection of metal building contractors in all of Central Texas, and they'd be happy to help you. Again, it's Pioneer Steel and Pipes serving all of the heart of Texas since 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, the Pioneer Boys. Recently on the John Moore Show. Rick Butler is our guest, a former MCC baseball coach, won the national championship at MCC in 1983. It's almost like a mash unit in, in the World Series that year. Uh, we started the first game with Greg Dennis splitting his chin open on home plate, had to have stitches, and then uh, Kenneth Patterson got hit in the, in the face by a double play ball because he couldn't get down and slide quick enough. And then Jerry Fouts, and this is the one most people remember, took a line drive off of his head that went over the third base dugout into the bleachers, came back the next night and pitched a complete game for the championship. So those were some tough guys, 58 and seven records, nothing to scoff at. And they brought the prize home and we're very proud of that team. Listen to the voice of the bears weekdays from two to 3 PM here on the home of the bears, ESPN central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my 
Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. I'll be in my suite. I'll be in my suite. I'll be in my suite. That sounds good, however you say it. And now that you can rent a beautiful suite at Globe Life Field for a Rangers game, you could soon be directing people to your ballpark suite. Whether you're celebrating an occasion or simply want an exclusive private space to watch the game with friends, we've got a suite that's right for you. Let us help you find it at 972rangers or at texasrangers.com. Feel like you're missing out on the fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive-through, and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos in Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Atlanta Hawks move on to the Eastern Conference Finals after beating the 76ers 103-96. The Phoenix Suns overcame Chris Paul's absence to beat Los Angeles Clippers 120-114 in Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals. Game two tomorrow night and the Eastern Conference Finals begin on Wednesday night with the Hawks and the Bucks. Mississippi State set a College World Series record striking out 21 and beat Texas 2-1 yesterday. The World Series continues today with an elimination game this afternoon, Stanford and Arizona, and tonight Vanderbilt and NC State. Rangers will try to stop a six-game slide as they open a series at home with the A's tonight. First pitch at 7.05 and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 445, 15 away from 5 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Our 4 o'clock hour of service, a good feed in the Central Texas marketplace near Cabela's. Tom Barfield, E.P. Garth on the other side, flipping the switches, turning the knobs. We're glad you're with us on a Monday afternoon. And we are joined now from uh, Omaha, Nebraska, by the uh, voice of the uh, Texas Longhorns, Craig Way. Craig, good afternoon. How are you? Hey, Tom, how are you? Uh, doing good. Doing good here. As we, We've had a couple of technical snafus today, Craig. We're just working our way through them. You know how that goes when you're doing live radio. Uh, Understand that. No problem. <laughs> Let, let's talk a little bit about last night. Uh, just, first of all, your overall impressions of, the, of that 2-1 ball game last night. Well, I, I do think that uh, we definitely got a chance to see a lot of what we thought we would in terms of the uh, pitchers, uh, you know, both Bednar 
for Mississippi State and also for Texas. Uh, Ty Madden, we figured we'd see those guys do well and probably be on their game. Now, did we expect to see the Longhorns strike out 21 times? No, I don't think that was expected at all. So that was something that they're, I think they're working on today. They had a practice this morning across the river and Council Bluffs, Iowa, over at Abraham Lincoln High School. And I do think that uh, that's probably something that they're trying to work on. We heard you know, lots of terms David Pierce called it in the postgame, things like swing plane and uh, you know, wanting to see more uh, competitive at bats, but not one where they're, where they're chasing as much. And, you know, the unfortunate thing about it, Tom, Ty Madden pitched very, very well, probably deserved a better fate, but it certainly didn't work out that way for him. They, you know, gave up the two runs, and that turned out to be the difference, even though the Longhorns made it exciting in the ninth with the home run from Antico and had the tying run 90 feet away and had two on, had the winning run at first base when the final out was recorded. Yeah, you make a great point. Ten strikeouts, four hits, two runs in a college baseball game that typically uh, puts you in a position to, uh, to give your team a chance to win. And, you know, despite everything, Craig, uh, Texas was in a position to win the ball game last night, as you pointed out. Now, was there any correlation? And I know this is crazy to, to take you back to February, but February against Mississippi State, 18 strikeouts. Any correlation whatsoever between opening weekend and College World Series weekend? Well, I think the only correlation, the only commonality, was the fact that you had Landon Sims come out and Sims came out of that bullpen for Mississippi State in the game back on February 20th in Arlington and struck out 10 Longhorns. He's the Bulldogs' closer, really, really good, and uh, had, had struck out six in the ballgame last night. But the Longhorns were able to get a little more patient on him, figure it out. I mean, that was an incredible at-bat that Ivan Melendez worked. He was down on the count 0-2 and then went to, what, like 12 pitches? Mm-hmm. Uh, finally got base hit off of that, kept it going. Cam Williams got down 0-2, came through with a base hit as well. And and Doug Hodo was ahead in the count 2-0. and You could see what he was trying to do. He was trying to go the opposite way with a base hit that would have scored the pinch runner, Dylan Campbell, from third base. But, uh, and, but couldn't get all of it, and that's why it was a ground ball out. Uh, to second. So about the only thing I think was Sims, because they didn't see Bednar the first time around. But I do think the Longhorns expanded the zone at times when they didn't need to. You could see guys walk to the plate, Tom, and, and uh, maybe take a cold third strike, and the next guy come right behind him and go, well, I'm not going to get caught looking, and wind up chasing something out of the zone. There were two portions of the ball game. Bednar had struck out seven in a row at one point, and six in a row at another point. So, you know, that'll add up, obviously, when you're only putting out of the uh, outs registered uh, in the ballgame for Mississippi State, when you're really only putting five in play you know, within the, the, the context of it that were outs recorded outside of strikeouts. Talk about the conditions. Uh, we know how Douglas Hodo has really taken charge of uh, – of right field, but there was a ball, I guess, ended up being a triple and went off the bat. I think most people thought that that was just going to, that ball was going to be out of play. Yeah, I think it was going to be a foul ball out of play. And I know Doug gave a long chase for it. We thought it was going to be out of play as well. And, you know, earlier in the ball game, Hodo was trying to get to a ball that ended up almost blowing over his head. He caught it. That was in the first inning. You know, Tom, you remember from when you were up here in 05, uh, at the old ballpark at Rosenblatt, how the wind normally comes out of the south. And it's very, uh, very southerly prevailing breeze, and it makes the ballpark play so much bigger. In fact, the, uh, the field dimensions 
at TD Ameritrade are identical to the ones that they had at Rosenblatt. But, of course, at Rosenblatt, the ballpark sat up on a hill, so the ball would fly a little farther in that one than it does here. Well, that hadn't really been the case here. They've had uh, a, a lot of balls fly out of the ballpark here through the first now five ball games. what with Stanford having polished off Arizona and eliminated the Wildcats this afternoon. In fact, I'm just now leaving the ballpark. I was there for that one today, and it's it's beautiful here today, Tom. It's 76 degrees and, <laughs> and sunny skies, so it's very, very nice here. But the, but the wind was a factor, and the setting sun, I think, made it difficult on both sides. They didn't have any grievous mistakes on either side, but you could see where fly balls were an adventure in the setting sun. Now, unfortunately for Texas, that won't be an issue tomorrow since they have to play an elimination game at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, we were talking about it and watching it last night. It, it, nobody, neither club on a fly ball, Craig, infield or outfield for that matter, looked comfortable fielding the baseball. Well, I talked to Mike Antico today, the Longhorn center fielder, and I asked him about that. And I said, you know what? Uh, what was your, you know, what was your take on all of that? And he said, he said I haven't really had to deal with it quite like this before. And he'd even played in this ballpark before, Tom. Remember, Antico's a grad transfer from St. John's, and he played at TD Ameritrade in the Big East tournament when it was held at TD Ameritrade a couple of years ago when he was there. So. That was an issue. He he said both the sun and the wind. The wind was more of an issue than the sun. Eric Kennedy had one fly ball. It was a little bit adventurous, but he had the shades down. He was able to find it. Same thing with a couple of outfield balls hit. Uh, one hit out to uh, for Mississippi State, but but uh, it was more the breeze than it was the sun. That was a battle for those outfielders to have to deal with. All right, Craig. Now for the uh, Longhorns, now it is uh, it's it's uh, an elimination game all the way through until you can get to the championship round. Uh, just the approach for uh, for David Pierce and his ball club going into tomorrow night's first elimination game. Well, I'll tell you, Tom. The the uh, the one thing as you know about Omaha that's different from say the Big Twelve tournament is that you do have that day off in between. And so today was a day off, at least in terms of playing. Now, the Longhorns, as I mentioned, had a practice uh, earlier today at, at uh, Abraham Lincoln High in Council Bluffs across the river. And they've also practiced at Bellevue East High School in Omaha. Uh, there are natural grass surfaces and really good ones there. And, and the infielders, I thought, played really well. Zach Zuby played well. And Silas Ardwan was out standing behind the plate throughout two would-be base dealers last night. One was a strike them out throw them out to end an inning. So, you know, there was one error committed by Trey Faltini, but that's a tough error to give. He's charging a slow-rolling ground ball and having to make a bang-bang throw and throw it a little high. But but otherwise, I thought the infield played really well. So they had had another practice today. And, uh, you know, two things come to mind. One, obviously, better plate discipline. and, And I think we'll see that tomorrow afternoon. And then the other thing is, they're going to turn and hand the ball to Tristan Stevens as they have all season long in game two of a series. And sometimes it was happening when, when Stevens was getting the ball when they were coming off a loss. Not necessarily a loss by time Madden, but maybe a loss uh, late in a game by the bullpen or something like that. And Stevens was always the equalizer. He was a guy who could steady the ship and make it work out for Texas, where they're going to have to have him be like that tomorrow. And they've got the rest of the bullpen pretty much well-rested. They've got Cole Quintanilla rested. They've got Tanner Witt rested as well. And the way this thing projects out, Tom, you know, they have to win tomorrow. Obviously, they have to win out to stay alive. 
So if they win tomorrow, then you get another day off Wednesday. Then they would come back Thursday night and play another elimination game against the loser of the game between Mississippi State and Virginia tomorrow. In that Thursday game, I think we would see Pete Hansen, who only threw 26 pitches when he came out of the bullpen yesterday and would have three days before he came. So I think he'd be fine and ready to go Thursday. If you win that game, then you get to the point where you've got to beat one team two times. But, again, it's not like the Big 12 tournament where you've got to beat them two times in the same day. There'd be a Friday game. If they won that, there'd be a Saturday game. So, uh, it, you know, it's, it's not impossible. It's definitely difficult. But it's definitely doable. They've got pitching depth. They've got to just swing the bat better. Craig, please, uh, we appreciate your time today. Thanks so much, uh, and uh, look forward to the call tomorrow night as the uh, Longhorns take on Tennessee, or tomorrow afternoon, rather, as the Longhorns take on Tennessee. Uh, have a good day, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, I'll think about you because I know how you like the steakhouses in Omaha. <laughs> have a good one. Thanks, and right, I appreciate right. that. Appreciate you rubbing that in, by, by the way. Uh, 4.55, it's a five away for five. This is game time on ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. Rick Butler is our guest, a former MCC baseball coach, won the national championship at MCC in 1983. Uh, it's almost like a mash unit in, in the World Series that year. Uh, we started the first game with Greg Dennis splitting his chin open on home plate, had to have stitches, and then uh, Kenneth Patterson got hit in the, in the face by a double play ball because he couldn't get down and slide quick enough. And then Jerry Fout, and this is the one most people remember, took a line drive off of his head that went over the third base dugout into the bleachers, came back the next night and pitched a complete game for the championship. So those were some tough guys, 58 and seven records, nothing to scoff at. And they brought the prize home and we're very proud of that team. Listen to the voice of the bears weekdays from two to 3 PM here on the home of the bears, ESPN central Texas. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. Universal
UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Do you have an idea for a book, fiction, nonfiction, or a children's book? We can help you put it together and bring it to market at Dorrance Publishing. We have thousands of testimonials from people just like you that we've helped get their books sold in stores and online. We've even got a service called The Writer's Coach. It's perfect for people that have a book idea in their head and they just need someone to help them put it on paper. Dorrance Book Publishing has been helping people just like you who have a book idea, written or not, for over 100 years. Imagine being counted among the most famous authors in the world with your very own book. Call right now and let us help you turn a book idea into reality. It's easier than you think. You just need a little help. Call us now. Five o'clock. Welcome back into hour two of game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Our five o'clock hour is a service of VersaLift, a time manufacturing company where they are currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All these openings start at $17 an hour or more if you would like to apply for one of these positions. 7601 Imperial Drive. Stop by 7601 Imperial Drive. Five o'clock hour from uh, the uh, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, Tom Barfield and uh, E.P. Garth. And we're joined now. Well, he's he's everywhere. Where are you now, Mr. Mosley? Matt Mosley joins us on the phone lines. Well, EP will be glad to hear. I went out to um, Common Grounds, the Woodway location, and got a frozen cappuccino. We had a little rain out here. It got pretty steamy. And uh, so we've been making our way around town and um, had a had a good frozen cap that I'm working on right now. So just kind of making my way around Central Texas, saying hello to everybody. But that's a that's a great spot right off uh, right off Highway 84 uh, out there. Uh, and so that, that's what that's kind of what we've been up to. All right. Uh, so let's let's dive into this. Uh, good news for Scott Drew. And the Baylor basketball team, as Matthew Mayer has uh, has elected to uh, to return to Baylor. Yeah, it, it was uh, really good news. In in fact, uh, Meyer has become one of those players who uh, is he, he is so talented that NBA. You know, there there was some thought that NBA scouts were just going to fall in love with him, and I've seen this happen before. The longer a team goes in the in the NCAA tournament, it happened for Davion Mitchell. Davion Mitchell didn't become a great player just in the Final Four. Davion Mitchell was always a great player. But the deeper he went in that tournament, the visibility, he's now projected as a top 10 pick in this draft. The deeper that tournament went, Meyer has so much ability that his stock was going to rise. And he had played so little in the past. I'm talking about... 
he, he was a key reserve, but I, but not a ton of minutes. People thought that was crazy to think about him maybe perhaps leaving. And quite honestly, he got more and more attention. So Baylor people have always just assumed he would return, but they ought to be dancing in the aisles today because he he is good enough that he could have gone to that combine in Chicago that starts tomorrow, and he could have really turned some heads. But for whatever reason, Matt Meyer has decided to uh, return to Baylor, and uh, that Baylor lineup next year is going to be even better because of it. So this is a guy that averaged about 16 minutes a game, but to, as you mentioned, his uh, his contributions will be uh, will be a lot more than 16 minutes a ball game uh, for Scott Drew's club next year. I believe so, and I think with James Akinjo transferring in and Flagler returning and Jonathan um, uh, Everyday John coming back as well, uh, this is going to be a pretty experienced team. Akinjo started it too D1 schools, and he's coming from Arizona. He's going to be really, really good. In fact, Akinjo's going to play NBA as well someday. Flagler's going to have that opportunity. This is going to be a huge opportunity for Meyer because he has been instant energy and offense off the bench, but Scott's always, for the most part, had a pretty quick hook with him. What Meyer did... After, I believe it was the Kansas game earlier this season, um, one thing he finally went to this coaching staff and he said, guys, you have got to trust me. You have got to allow me to play through some mistakes. And they finally did. And you saw a guy that that he he played more free and he was able to kind of hang in there because he knew he wasn't going to get taken out so quickly. So... Next year, that's even going to be more, and he'll play at least thirty minutes a ball game. And the, the two thing, one or two things are going to happen. I mean, he, they'll have there'll be games where the guy goes off for twenty five or twenty six points. There'll be games he struggles, and and you know they're not going to really have anybody over there waiting to to give him the hook because he's going to be a starter. So this is. I think a good decision, and the reason he's making this decision, he's still a relatively young guy at, at age, he's 21 or 22 now, but he, and of course in the NBA, some of these guys reach at 19, so that that's why Matt Meyer had to really think hard about possibly going. What, what Matt Meyer is betting on is that he can take this second-round grade and turn himself into an NBA player who goes like in the 20s in the first round. I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but I'm just really excited to see Meyer play in more extended minutes. And I think it's going to be uh, – I mean, this this team we knew was going to be great this last year. We didn't know they were going to win the national title. But next year's team's going to really be interesting. Um, I don't know that we know that this is a top-five team, but they certainly have plenty of upside. You, you mentioned uh, Everyday John, uh, Chamwa Chachua. Does his role change on, on this team next year? Yeah, because he'll become a starter, and I see him playing like 25 to 30 minutes. Like, Flo Thamba's back, but Flo Thamba, and he may play more minutes, but Thamba's still a guy who bangs for you, blocks some shots, hopefully plays some decent defense. What you need Chamwa Chachua to do is, and he's, he's shown to have pretty good hands, and even in the um, 
in the national title game in the final four, he started to show a little more range. And I think that's the next step for him is kind of what, um, at one point, Freddie Gillespie, who I had on the show today, started hitting some like 15 to 16 foot shots. That is Chama Chachua's next, that, that's his next step. So his role will change, and, and he'll go from being just a, he'll still need to bring the same energy, but he's going to be a starter next year, along with Meyer, Flagler, Akinjo, and then, you know, we'll see. I mean, maybe, maybe Flo Thamba, and it might be uh, L.J. Cryer, who arguably um, was one of the better three-point shooters on the team. He just couldn't get on the floor last year. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go here in just a second, but I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you a curveball, one we didn't talk about, but I want I want to get your thoughts uh, as we go to the NBA. Becky Hammond uh, is a, a finalist apparently for the Portland Trail Blazers head coaching job, marking the first time a woman has gone into basically the final stages of that NBA coaching search. Just your your overall thoughts, and I and you know my first thing is I certainly hope this isn't Portland trying to grab some headlines. I hope this is a legitimate situation for this lady because she has done a terrific job with the San Antonio Spurs. Well, I I don't believe it is. I I think when you coach with Popovich and, and, you know, she's displayed uh, in G League, she had a lot of success, and then she's worked her way up with with Popovich, and he has so much respect, and, and I don't think... You know, he's not handing out anything. I, I think you have to earn it with him. And so we'll see what happens. But I, I think it's, a, uh, it's, a, it's an unbelievable step forward. And, and I just don't, I don't think that organization is trying to use this as some kind of any like this. I, I honestly think that she's earned her stripes. Is, is thought of, I mean, everybody that's either played for her, coached with her, whatever, she's put in all the time, and uh, this would be groundbreaking, and this would be an enormous moment uh, for women um, in, in professional sports, and, I mean, this would be groundbreaking. And, I, uh, you know, I, I, I would obviously, I love that team. I'd be interested to know what... Uh, what Lillard's thinking because he's been such an enormous part of that franchise. And at first he had some thoughts on who he thought should be the head coach and her name did not come up. Um, now again, we don't know how much say he's going to have in this, but uh, I, I, I think, I think she's earned this and I think it, uh, I think it could be a huge moment. And, uh, you know, just think of the signal it would send to uh uh, you know, little girls all across the country, and and I think um, I think it's pretty cool, and I think she's. If it doesn't happen now, it's going to happen somewhere. I think that's I think that's how how highly respected she is in the league. And that was my next point. It's it's not when it's when it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's not if. It's it's just a matter of when, isn't it? I think so, but we got to hand it to her because, I mean, two or three years ago. We didn't think anything like this could possibly happen. Right. And now here we are. So this is not, I mean, this is not just like, oh, well, somebody had to be the first. This is um, almost kind of like, uh, you know, Doris um, Burke over on the, uh, on the announcing side. You know, he, you know, you didn't really know that it was going to happen. And then suddenly people started to hear her and they're like, wow, she's really, really good. 
and um, and that's the same with uh, with with Becky. All right, Matt. I know you got about three more coffee shops you want to hit this afternoon, so uh, we're, we're going to let you get to it before you before you head home. And I appreciate your time today. Y'all have plenty of energy if y'all need me later. Okay. <laughs> Good point. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Matt Mosley with us, and uh, EP. I, th- I did. I found that interesting and and really kind of fascinating that uh, that I mean we're close. I think we are truly close to having. A, a female head coach, and as Matt pointed out, she's earned her stripes. She sure has. Make yeah. no mistake about it. She has earned her stripes, and she has garnered the respect of the San Antonio Spurs organization. Therefore, she is on the list. I think she inter- interviewed with Orlando, and she's now interviewed with with Portland. So, it's not if it's going to happen; it's when it's going to yeah, happen. I wish you the best of luck, and I hope it. I hope it happens yeah. this year. Yeah. yeah, I hope it. Yeah, I'm with you. I hope it soon. All right, uh, we did. We do have a final in the uh, in the in the elimination game, Arizona and Stanford. As as uh, Craig Wade mentioned, Stanford has uh, sent the Wildcats back to the uh, back to the state of Arizona with a 14 to five loss. So Arizona goes two and Q, and uh, they are headed back home. And we do have a another game coming up at six o'clock tonight. In the on the winter side of the that top bracket, it'll be North Carolina State and Vanderbilt. So Vandy and NC State coming up, and NC State is the interesting team to me. Uh, I just didn't see this, and boy, all of a sudden this team has taken off, and they are winning baseball games left and right. Yeah, I was uh, surprised that uh, you know uh, that one they got into the tournament, and uh, especially the way they're playing here early in the tournament. But after seeing them play, uh, you know, I don't uh, discount them uh, at all because they could be uh, playing for the championship. Yeah, well, they're they're on the winner's side yeah. right now. All right, uh, it is uh, 5-13. We're going to take a second, and we're going to talk about our good friends over at Circle Drug. 32-11, Robinson Drive. That is at the corner of uh, Highway 77, Robinson Drive, and Garner. So keep that in mind. Free delivery to your home or to your office. They also have uh, diabetic testing supplies, walkers and wheelchairs. They do a a great job with prescriptions, and uh, they uh, also do vaccines. So, I mean, like, that's where I got my COVID vaccine was at at Circle Drug. And, And they get to know you. And they want to know you and they want to, they, you know, it's not just about, Hey, let's, let's write this person's history down in our files. So we know it's no, I mean, they truly get to know you. They start asking you questions and, uh, and it, it really kind of gives you that it gives me a confidence that when I go in there, Hey, I know that they're, they're looking out for my health. They're looking out for my best interest. And that's what they've, they've done ever since I've been going there for, and I've been going there a long time. Circle drug doc Everett and his staff do a terrific job. They're open Monday through Friday from 9 until 6 and Saturdays from 9 until 2 o'clock. And if you need some help, like uh, say you you, uh, you got some insurance issues, they'll work you through it. They'll walk you through all of your insurance issues. They'll help you. And on some of these things that uh, uh, say a, a walker or a wheelchair, they'll help you file the insurance so that uh, you're taken care of. I mean, that's, that's the extra mile that the folks at Circle Drug are going to do for you. They they are just they're just your one stop shop for all your pharmacy and medical supply needs. And, and again, you kind of get that that old fashioned feeling that that old drugstore uh, feeling that you know that that the guy or the gal behind the counter 
really knows you, really cares about you, and is going to take great care of you. And that's the feeling you get when you when you do business with Circle Drug. And uh, here's the phone number for Circle Drug. It's 662-0774. That's 662-0774. And again, let me, re- let me reiterate, free delivery. If you need those prescriptions brought to your house, maybe you can't get out, or maybe you're so busy at work you can't get out of the office, they'll deliver them to you. Free delivery at Circle Drug, 3211 Robinson Drive. Stay with us. When we come back, we're going to talk some U.S. Open golf. We're going to do it with Ted Emmerich. That's coming your way next right here on ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. Update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy skies tonight with a 70% chance of scattered showers and thunderstorms. Low temperatures fall to around 68 degrees. It'll be partly sunny tomorrow. It's going to be a cooler day with a high of 84. And on Wednesday, mostly sunny skies, much warmer with a high of 94. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. Joined now by Mike McGraw. Uh, welcome back to the program. And, and what did you what did you make of uh, Phil Mickelson at age 50 winning the PGA Championship? It reminded me a lot of what Jack Nicklaus did in 1986 to the Masters. And that is he was a player well past his prime. Wasn't even particularly in good form of late. Once he got in contention in a big event, he, he remembered how to win. And Listen to the Matt Mosley Show Monday through Friday from 3 to 4 on ESPN Central Texas. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. Bum, ba-dum, bum, 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 bum. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too, the customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call Right now, and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. 
Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. Bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 bum. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. All right, welcome back into the program. 19 minutes after 5, 519. This is game time here on ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. Tom Barfield, glad you're with us as we welcome in to the program Ted Emmerich. Ted, good afternoon. How are you? Tom, it's great to be with you. What's going on? Not a whole lot. You 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 got to cover, and I mean you got to cover the uh, the U.S. Open for for Westwood One. First of all, what was that like covering that championship? Well, I mean, I I would say that uh, Sunday was everything that you could ever want or dream of from a major championship Sunday with a star power laden leaderboard like we had with. Uh, U.S. Open setup that brought the very best in the world uh, to their knees, made them suffer at times, especially on the back nine. Uh, and from all of that, John Rahm emerging as a first-time major champion. Uh, Storylines abounding, and uh, in the end, you had a more than deserving champion who had uh, been through his own uh patch of adversity from uh, the last couple of weeks when he tested positive for COVID-19 and had to withdraw from the Memorial when he had a six shot lead. So uh, it was uh, everything. And then sometime had a lot of fun. Did you, I I was talking about it earlier on the year. I I got the feeling as I watched the golf tournament, and of course the coverage was, you know, it was pretty much all day. Uh, that, you know, this guy would make a move and, and he would make a run. And then you say, okay, you know what? He's he's jumped out and he's, he may go win it. And then all of a sudden here comes somebody else and this guy would, would slide back. You had drama for hours yesterday. Did you get the sense that there was any number of three, four, five guys that could actually win the golf tournament, the championship? Well, Tommy, you're right. It was uh, almost every hole, uh, every minute. Uh, and it was changing by the minutes, whether it was – uh, Rory McIlroy, very early, who was starting the day just two shots back. Uh, I mean, Justin Thomas was relevant very early, uh, you know, going out earlier, obviously, than the leaders had to post a low score, couldn't quite do enough. Dustin Johnson, even mm-hmm. very, very briefly, uh, Colin Morikawa, of course, uh, the name that uh, we were all thinking about about midway through the round was Bryson DeChambeau, last year's champion from Winged Foot. He was the outright leader. Uh, early on his back nine, he was able to pinpoint that shot at the par three eighth, uh, just literally inches from the hole and tapping in for birdie. And, and uh, he, I think we were all wondering, like, is he going to do this again? Th- this strategy that he has been so open about, again, this is a guy who is a rocket launcher off the tee, 
It doesn't matter if he hits fairways. He's going to bomb it. He's going to gouge it out of the rough, even the punitive rough, uh, no matter the U.S. Open setup. But uh, in the end, as we saw on that back nine, uh, maybe you do have to hit a fairway every now and then. And uh, DeChambeau even talked about it after his round, a round in which he shot 77 uh, and uh, went eight over on the back nine. Uh, he, he was talking about how, hey, it's all about the lie. Uh, you know, 50 50. Uh, he, he had said it was like a 50 50 lie for him uh, on the back nine, and they were all poor lies. Uh, in the rough on that back nine. So, you know, for for DeChambeau, it wasn't to be, but it was for John Rahm, who closed birdie, birdie, uh, and uh, he earned that first major title. Ted, I was uh, I found myself kind of pull, pulling for uh, Xander Shoffley. Here's a guy that, uh, you know, was playing on his home golf course. I, I say his home golf course, certainly in his hometown, and he had gotten it to 200. I went, hang on a second. <laughs> hang on. Here comes a guy. This guy clearly knows this golf course. He Maybe he can go post a score, but, uh, you know, he ends up at, at, at one under. Yeah, you know, and, uh, and Tom, all the focus was on Phil Mickelson, certainly mm-hmm. uh, also being a San Diego hometown boy. And that it just, it, even from the start of the week, it was going to be borderline impossible for him to bottle that magic that he had at Kiowa Island last month and bring it to Torrey Pines, even if it was his hometown. I'm with you. I thought the far more likely story was Shoffley being the San Diego guy to – uh, emerge victorious uh, and win his first major title. Uh, but, you know, Shoffley, he, he's so rock solid, Tom. He's so steady. Uh, you know, he just couldn't do quite enough. Uh, beautiful iron player, uh, not enough putts fell for him. Uh, you know, we all default to the saying that, well, his time will come. And honestly, over the last few years, we had said that with John Rahm, too. He, even uh, as young as he is, Shoffley is still so young. And you think about it with Shoffley, it's now five U.S. Opens that he's played in and five top ten finishes. That's just absurd what he's done. We all like to say, well, it's a matter of time, and it might be, but uh, let's just be uh, frank about the state of golf right now, how balanced it is. Uh, such a deep talent pool as evidenced by the leaderboard yesterday, uh, the very top of it, you know, <laughs> you'd like to say, well, Shoffley's going to get his uh, here before long, but who knows? There are only so many majors. We only have four of them per year. Uh, and uh, that that's why it is uh, uh, that much harder to win. And that is why it is, uh, you know, something truly to celebrate, uh, as was the case for John Rahm yesterday. I want to get your thoughts and uh, and what did you hear uh, from others about the setup of the golf course? I, I thought it was incredibly fair. You know, from from watching it, it, it looked like if you hit a good shot, you were rewarded. If you hit a poor shot, you were penalized. And I think that's what a U.S. Open is supposed to be. And as you know, Ted, that's not always the case. We have seen days where you hit a great shot and still get penalized. But that was not the case yesterday. I thought Torrey Pines was was really a uh, a great test of golf. Yeah, Tom, that's well said. And you think of Shinnecock three years ago where it was just overly brutal and punishing and you had players complaining and honestly you wonder if that's if that's what the usga wants 
<laughs> like they they love being the toughest test in golf. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, I'm I'm with you with Tory Pines. And listen, I I know there was a uh, some measure of criticism for the course. Honestly, I I don't see it. That that's me as a fan, uh, not even as a, as a broadcaster. And I won't even I won't not pretend, Tom, to be. Uh, some leading golf experts, you know, that question honestly might be for someone like a Brandel Chambly or, a, you know, whoever who uh, uh, is certainly paid uh, and, and very well and for good reason for their opinions uh, and considering their credibility and their experience. But uh, all I know is it gave us a riveting weekend of golf uh, and it gave us uh, a rightful winner in the end. All right, so where do we go? Next is the uh, next is the Open. So uh, who, who do you like? Who's our early favorite? Oh man, uh, putting me on the spot there. Who knows, right? Uh, I mean, I I'll say this about Rom. Uh, you know, he he has he's now the number one player in the world. He he overtook Dustin Johnson with that victory, and he had been creeping closer and closer over the last several months. Uh, so it's well-deserved, not just the major title, but the number one ranking in the world. Uh, it, no one is playing better than him right now, uh, as consistent as he is from event to event. Uh, he has to be up there among the favorites. But I will say this, considering the form that Rory McIlroy showed over the course of the week, and I know he faded down the stretch, you know, went bunker to bunker uh, on 13, had that double that ruined his chances yesterday. Uh, there, there is something about Rory at the Open Championship too. Again, we've ha- we've gone two years now uh, between Opens. Everyone thought that Rory would really contend at Royal Port Rush uh, in 2019 when Shane Lowry won, of course, winning his first major. Uh, maybe Rory is putting things together. You know, he added uh, a new coach to his team. Uh, This year, he has been refining, reworking his swing, uh, and I think you're starting to see the results. A win at Quail Hollow last month, uh, and being in contention again at a major, and not just a backdoor top 10 where he plays well on the weekend after blowing up early in the week. He played well consistently over the course of four days. I could absolutely see him uh, be considered among the favorites as well. Ted, great work this weekend, and uh, it, it really was. We we certainly enjoyed airing those uh, those updates, and we do appreciate uh, your work this weekend, and I appreciate your time today. Hey, Tom, always. Appreciate it, man. Take talk, care. Talk to you soon. That is a Ted Emmerich with Westwood One. Our guest, it is 529. We're going to take a second, and we're going to talk to you about Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. I was in there today. I took a buddy of mine in there, and we uh, we had lunch there. And just just a terrific, just a terrific lunch. I mean, I, I, he had a uh, he had a cheeseburger. I had a hamburger, so a little, little bacon in there, and don't tell the, don't tell the doctor. But, uh, you know, but again, what I'm saying is they'll cook it your way, and they don't cook it until you order it and then it's it's absolutely perfect and uh, you know and i've told you this before there's no heating lamps they're not going to do that your french fries don't sit there for 30 minutes before the before they go into the basket uh, everything is cooked fresh i did notice a guy sitting uh, at a table uh, just across from me who had the philly cheesesteak sandwich and it looked delicious i've had it it is good it is it is good but 
again, I struggle to go in there and order anything but a hamburger. When it, when it, when they when, when I'm at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers, that's what it's all about. It's the old fashioned hamburger, if you know what I mean. Cheese, uh, chicken fried steak sandwiches, also grilled chicken sandwiches, and you know the drill: fries, curly fries, tots, onion rings, all that good stuff. And of course, they uh, also do a great job of catering. You got a big event coming up this summer, and you want it to catered? It could be burgers. It could it could be brisket. It could be fried chicken for for that matter. And whatever you want, they can cater it for you. So give David or Perry a call today, and uh, and you can. You can talk about catering with them, or you can call in your order uh, and, and have it ready and go through the drive-thru. That phone number, by the way, is 753-1603, 753-1603. They're at 1810 Herring. We're talking about our good friends at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. I love baseball. Elvis Andrews and the Oakland A's come to town to begin a four-game series with the Rangers tomorrow night. Swing, and there's a ball hit way out of this ballpark. How far will it go? How about the facade of the second level in right field? You see my baseball? Hi, everybody. This is Matt Hicks inviting you to join Eric Nadell, Jared Sandler, and me. Our Geico broadcast time tomorrow night is 6.30 on the Rangers radio network. Being a letter carrier and walking 20,000 steps, which equals up to about 10 miles a day, it's tough. I really didn't have feet problems, I had back problems. I had had as many epidurals that I could possibly have in one year. That was scary. Well, I'd been delivering letters to the Good Feet store for over six years, and the expert there finally convinced me to try their art supports. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Keith actually live the life they love without their feet getting in the way. The people at the Good Feet store really educated me about what the arch supports could actually do. And lo and behold, I have no more back problems. The future I can see now, I couldn't see it before. Where I would be without them, I have no clue. I'm Keith, and that's my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. The Good Feet store in Waco, located near Cabela's. For over 15 years, Wings Pizza and Things in Temple has been your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include two for $28 meal deals or their family feast. And you can top your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsintemple.com for their menu. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-883-3024. 
That's 800-883-3024. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Atlanta Hawks move on to the Eastern Conference Finals after beating the 76ers 103-96. The Phoenix Suns overcame Chris Paul's absence to beat Los Angeles Clippers 120-114 in Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals. Game 2 tomorrow night and the Eastern Conference Finals begin on Wednesday night with the Hawks and the Buck. Mississippi State set a College World Series record striking out 21 and beat Texas 2-1 yesterday. The World Series continues today with an elimination game this afternoon. Stanford and Arizona and tonight Vanderbilt and NC State. Rangers will try to stop a six-game slide as they open a series at home with the A's tonight. First pitch at 7.05 and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on game time. All right, here we go. Grab bag time. And we begin by talking NCAA. Uh, EP NCAA President Mark Emmert told the organization's more than 1,100 member institutions on Friday that he's going to seek temporary rules as early as next month to ensure that all athletes, all athletes can be compensated for their celebrity with a host of state laws looming and congressional efforts kind of stalling out. He he said he's going to step up and, and take care of it. All three divisions of the NCAA athletics have been uh, working toward reforming the uh, NIL rules and lifting restrictions on uh, athletes since 2019. So he's saying, hey, go ahead, get it done, or I'm going to do it for you. Uh, man, I don't know. <laughs> the, uh, I, I, we were talking about this earlier. If, if, if you have a jersey – that has number 10 on it and, and last on the back of the jersey it says EP and and everybody's buying it from that from that school do you deserve a piece of that pie and that's the question that that we're asking and you know when, when you have star athletes they're going to get theirs in, in this scenario but how about the guy that centers the football or how about the guy that's the kicker I mean is he going to get his? So that's that's the question, really. I mean, is there going to be a fair compensation for these for these athletes, or is it just, hey, if you're the superstar and you get yours, then that's how it works? So I, I don't know, and, and I don't know what's right, and I don't know what's I, I don't think that's right, but who knows where it goes? And, and again, as we mentioned, athletics is changing very, very. Uh, dramatically uh, right before our, our eyes. But I, I don't know. I, I do know this. I, I, you know, and I, we, and I keep bringing up Robert Griffin. I brought, you know, when he was here, how many number 10 jerseys did you see, EP? All over town. You saw them. And I'm like, okay, does, does Robert Griffin III deserve a little piece of that, of that pie? And what about the socks? I mean, the, he, he started a frenzy with right. those socks at the Heisman Trophy ceremony. So, so there's a, you know, but what about the, the guy that played tight end or the guy that played center or the guy that played left guard? He's his, you know, they're not selling uh, a million number 75s or whatever the case may be. So there's going to be some discrepancy there. And 
man, what does that do internally within within your team? Well, uh, you know, obviously the NCAA they have been they have been anticipating the Supreme Court uh, ruling on this, and and so they they've gone ahead with it. And I think now, okay, Tom, sure, <laughs> tight ends aren't going to be the most popular jersey so. Okay, Julie's going to be a quarterback. She's going to be a running back, maybe a wide receiver. But what about uh, John Henry, who supposedly is a pretty good tight end, and he gets invited to the Chevy dealership for the day, and he gets paid for that. You know, absolutely, he does. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and um, that's that's that part of it. That's the NIL part of it. Then you're talking about the Supreme Court today unanimously ruled that the NCAA cannot limit education-related payments to student-athletes. And that's what you were referring to. So if, uh, you know, so that portion of it, and I don't know that how dramatic that's going to be initially because you're talking about maybe school supplies, maybe a laptop or something like that. If it, It's got to be education-related, and you can't limit the education-related aspect of the, of the money. So, so if, if that student needs a laptop, you ought to be able to get a laptop, so on and so forth. I get that part of it. And, you know, but I think that's also step one in, in basically turning these, these guys and these gals into, I don't know, for lack of a better term, free agents. Free agents, and uh, they'll be able to – they'll be uh, uh, commercial products, you know, so. Yeah, and name – in likeness, and, and you know that that's that's where this thing is going, and and there's several states that are about to to make it law in July, so we'll see how that goes. But I, again, I think college athletics is changing and changing very dramatically right before our eyes, and you know uh, whether or not it's the right thing or the wrong thing, I think that's up to the individual. Uh, for me, man, I'm on the fence right now. I, there's some things that I, I think are fair and right, and there's some things that I think, man, I just don't know that that's right for college athletics. I mean, it really is not. It was never designed, I don't think, correct me if I'm wrong, college athletics was never designed to be a minor league system preparing athletes for for professional sports because we all know – that just a handful of these students are going to the next level in whatever sport it might be. It's you are dreaming if you think that all of these kids are going to load up, go play college athletics, and then segue right into the NFL or into Major League Baseball or NBA. It's not going to happen. That doesn't happen. I, I love the NCAA commercial they have, EP, that they that they're running. Uh, and have been running for a while. It's it's about preparing young people for life, and it should still be about preparing young people for life because that's where they're going to end up. Well, has um, using professional athletes in the Olympics destroyed the Olympics? I don't think so. No. no. Oh, so, so if the if student athletes uh, are say put into the category of professional athletes even though they're in college why should it destroy college sports i mean they're i mean it's so, so you want to define them as college as the professional athletes once they get to the collegiate level might as well if they're if they're benefiting if they're uh if they're going to have to pay taxes on their earnings uh, while they are in college because of their image their likeness, their name, their jersey, whatever the case may be, 
So well, amateur athletics as we know it will be gone. It would be, yes. It would be. Of course, you know, it, but, but the Olympics for what? 70, 80 years, maybe even longer. Uh, it was it was a it was a non professional function, and and they started using to maybe it, it for the as far as basketball is concerned. I mean, you know, it's just. By the way, I just wanted you to know we're down to our last spot break. I got you. Yeah, okay. Got you. Just wanted you to know. All right, uh, it's five forty two, eighteen away from six. I, so. I don't know. Maybe that's the direction we go. Maybe you. Maybe once you sign your letter of intent or whatever the case may be, you just became a professional athlete. I, I, I don't know, but if you're going to pay them, that that pretty much de- that is the definition of of a of a professional, isn't it? That you know a person that receives pay uh, for for their performance. Some you know. So it, it, are do, do you consider that pay when when someone's being. Uh, when, yeah, it has to be, doesn't it? Name and image and likeness, and you're receiving compensation for that? That that. So are they all professionals? What if they haven't received any money? You just said the left tackle's not going not gonna to get anything. Well, this is true. That in, it, see, so how do you define him? Well, somebody smarter than me is going to have to figure that one out. But, uh, if, but the opportunity for that left guard would be there if he really, really wanted – to uh, you know, take the money. I mean, he, he wouldn't be penalized, lose any playing time if you know it was a situation that you know, hey, I'm gonna get paid. I'm going down to the uh, Chevy dealership or the Ford dealership, and I'm gonna spend the afternoon with the owner, uh, helping him sell cars, helping people to come in. And so, with that in mind, you would be a, a professional. You're earning money. That you're. It's an income that. You're going to have to pay taxes on. So if you're paying taxes on something that you bring in while you're in college, uh, then that would be the sign of being a professional. All right. It's a 544. We're 16 away from six. Let's go ahead and get the break right here. And then we're coming right back with more of game time on ESPN Central Texas. Just such a gentleman, such a great representative of Baylor University. And it wasn't just Baylor. I mean, he was doing the Baylor games, but he was so well-respected that he was doing Southwest Conference basketball TV games every week. And the other coaches in the Southwest Conference were okay with that just because Frank was so so fair and did such a great job for their schools and for the league. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Big 12 Buzz. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. Bum, ba-dum, bum, 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 bum. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. We're planning a trip to Spain later this year. But our Spanish is... It's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> when you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. Babbel's conversation-based method teaches you real-life words and phrases. And with Babbel's interactive bite-sized lessons, you'll remember what you learned. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿De dónde eres? ¿De dónde eres? No matter your learning style or experience level, Babbel has lessons designed for you that will get you speaking quickly and confidently. I tried learning Spanish before, but I couldn't stick with it until I found Babbel. There's no easier way to learn another language. Ahora hablamos español. He just said, now we speak Spanish. I can't wait to use our new language skills on our upcoming adventures. Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. Just go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. You are powerful. You're a warrior who bathes in your enemy's tears. Then you step out of that refreshing tear bath and into a bathrobe that somehow looks good on you. Yeah, you can pull off a robe. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better when you save money for driving safely with Snapshot from Progressive. Mmm, savings you can use to buy more robes. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. Come join us. Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. Okay. 549, we're 11 away from 6. This is game time here on ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. Tom and EP, we're glad you're with us. Steven will be back tomorrow as uh, he comes back off of vacation and the birth of uh, his uh, his child, Sawyer. So we'll get all the details on little Sawyer coming up tomorrow. Look forward to that with uh, with Steven Simcox. Uh, coming up later on tonight, the Rangers are back at action as they welcome – Elvis Andrews and the Oakland Athletics to town. It's a 7.05 first pitch tonight and a 6.30 broadcast. And EP, man, you just want to see this group have some success. I mean, they've dropped six in a row. They're, what, 19 games? Is that right? 19 games under 500. Uh, this team is just just scuffling right now. And, and, and you just want to see them get better. Well, you want to see them get better, but – and um, but. That, you know that's the nature of the beast. The strong survive, and and uh, the weak uh, you know, disappear. And right now they're disappearing so far they're never going to get back uh, to um, respectability at this rate. Yeah, twenty five wins 
on the season against 46 losses and again six losses in a row so I mean they're they're just piling up as fast as as possible but uh, again I want to I just you know I, we were talking about it earlier in the year. Even though they were losing ball games, they were still fun to watch because of the the great effort that they were giving. And I still think that that effort is there. I mean, but they're just they just don't have the roster to to put to to, to put together wins on a consistent basis. This this team is not a major league talented team that can win. Well, they they are playing like professionals, and so that. That's the one positive thing that you can take out of that. They show up every day and they do their job. It may not be better than the other guy, but they do their job and and they do it the best they can. And maybe things will turn around and maybe they won't. But there's always next year. You know what? That, that's a great point. They do they do show up at the ballpark. They do put their work yeah. in. They do get their work in. But unfortunately, the the talent pool that the Rangers have assembled with this group. It is just not good enough to consistently win baseball games, and that's very unfortunate. And you know, uh, it's the way it is, I guess, for right now. It's just, it's just simply the way it is right now. Well, for the baseball fan that um, uh, that has seen their seasons go down the drain, so to speak, because they are Ranger fans, and you know, they were you know hoping the best for them. There's always they can latch on. That's the thing about Major League Baseball. You can latch on to another team, and and uh, maybe they in you know for example the Boston Red Sox, uh, you know a year away from the World Series, it looks like they want to get back there. <laughs> All right, uh, don't forget coming up tonight. If you're looking for something fun to watch, you could watch Ranger Baseball or listen to it right here on ESPN Central Texas. But don't forget, there's also college baseball coming up in about nine minutes as uh, they continue from the winner's bracket. It is Vanderbilt and North Carolina State. So that'll be coming up in uh, just a few minutes at the top of the hour. All right, that is going to do it for us. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. Many thanks to everyone who's been a part of the program. Thanks to uh, Craig Way and to uh, and to our friend Ted Emmerich for being a part of the program and, of course, Matt Mosley. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 4 o'clock right here on ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. This is the Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here again is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Big 12 athletics on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Coming up, the Texas Longhorns representing the Big 12 in the College World Series fall in their series opener. Details straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Hey folks, John Morris for the Brunerado family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit Brunerado.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto Family at Brunerado.com. Your family since 1928. Get the latest in Baylor Championship gear from the Baylor Bookstore on 5th Street on campus or online at BaylorShop.com. Howdy, Waco. This is Joe Blanning from Blanning's Custom Catering saying thank you for your business. Whether it's a company luncheon or a formal sit-down meal, a wedding or a quinceanera, Christmas party or birthday party, we cater to your needs and desires. We will work with you on your budget to give you the most for your dollars. 
Remember, Blanning's for all your catering needs. 753-5444 or Blanning.com. Now back to today's Spectrum Big 12 buzz. Here again is John Morris. And welcome back on today's Spectrum Big 12 buzz. The Texas Longhorns making their record 37th appearance at the College World Series opened on Sunday with a 2-1 loss to the Mississippi State Bulldogs. 